Have you ever been to a traditional Latin Mass on an Ember Saturday? And it is long. It is shockingly long because there are seven lessons instead of the usual two. Why is that? Well, I'm doing a short video today on the Ember Days. We're getting into the traditional Catholic minutia, but it is pretty interesting. So I'm going to do a little screen share here of my own missile. Here it is, live. And I'm going to go through the Mass. So this is the Ember Saturday in December. What are all these chords doing here? Let me, let me fix a chord here. There we go. So you can see that this is the Ember Saturday. And I've marked here little notes that you're going to enjoy as we go through it because in antiquity, the Ember Days were ordination days. You've heard me talk the last week about how, put this up here, the Ember Days were for time were a time for praying and fasting for more priests, for more clergy, uh, because the four seasons are the harvest times. And Christ says, uh, pray that there will be more harvesters, I'm sorry, more workers for the harvesters. He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So during the four seasons, there are prayers, special masses and prayers. And we just entered the December ember. And um, actually, before I get into that, I'm going to share with you something from the Libra Pontificalis. If you read the Libra, this is the English version. If you read the Libra Pontificalis, you'll notice over and over popes doing ordinations in December. You can see it marked here in my copy, uh, copy here. This is Pope uh, Callistus. He says, he declared that on Saturdays, three times a year, in the 4th, 7th, and 10 months, there should be a fast from corn, which is English for wheat, from wheat, wine, and oil, according to the prophecy. So this is the institution of embers by Pope Calistus. You can see the dates here, 217 to 214. That's very early, pre-Constantine. And as you read, you'll see that popes over and over are ordaining in December, on the ember. Now this is why you see seven lessons on Ember Saturday. And you can see my notes right here. So basically there are seven minor orders. You can see them on the screen. This was all abolished and completely confused and messed up at Vatican II. At the very bottom is tonsure. That's a little mark on the back of the head, shaving off of the hair. Then you have porter going up the stair steps here. Lector, exorcist, acolyte, subdeacon, deacon, and then highest of all is priest. Bishop was not considered one of the seven orders. It is a consecration, not an ordination. It's the unlocking of the priesthood as St. Thomas Aquinas teaches. And I've covered all that over at newsaintthomas.com. That's where I teach online courses. You can learn more at newsaintthomas.com and take online courses and earn your certificate in church history, Catholic theology, philosophy, yes, even the Roman Rite at newsaintthomas.com. So, because there were these various orders on Ember Saturday, there are seven lessons for every one of the seven orders. So, we're going to run through those quickly today, and you'll see why the Ember Saturday Mass has all of these lessons. Ready to get started? Okay, so, traditionally on Ember Saturday, which is what I have open here in my da -da -da -da, Father Lassant's Missal, this is my personal one, this is my standby one that I keep here for the show. After the Kyrie, 
I have a little note here. Tonsure is conferred after the Kyrie. All right, then there's a collect. Then there's the first lesson from Isaiah. After Isaiah, you'll see my little note here, the ordination of the porter happens here after the first lesson. Keep going. You'll get to the second lesson, which is also from Isaiah. At the end of that, you'll see my little note here. The reader or the lector is ordained after this lesson. This is the traditional Roman rite. Very cool symbolism. These things are going and matching with the lessons. It's rich, it's beautiful, and the modernists in the 1960s just chopped all of this. Ridiculous. All right, so that's the second lesson we get to reader. After that, we move to our third lesson on Ember Saturday. It's also from Isaiah. And at the end of the third lesson, you have the minor order of, look, my note here, exorcist. The exorcist, or plural, exorcists, would be ordained at this moment in the liturgy. Turning the page, we're going to move into the fourth lesson, and guess what we're going to find at the end? Uh-oh. My phone. Oh, it's going to want my face ID. This is awkward. Can you see my face? Boom. Did it. I'm using an iPhone, obviously. So the, the fourth one, we find at the end of the fourth lesson, da, 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 the minor order of acolyte. You know where we're going here. Fifth lesson, we find the ordination of the subdeacon. Then there's the canticle from Daniel. This, by the way, is not in a Protestant Bible. We then get to the sixth lesson, which is actually, in this case, the epistle. It's from 2 Thessalonians. And, of course, we just had the subdeacon. So what are we going to have next? We're going to have the deacon. The deacon will be ordained after the epistle. So what's going on here is the bishop, as he's celebrating, in this case, in the Roman rite, it would be the pope, the bishop of Rome, would be going through this strict fast day of Ember Saturday. They've been fasting for the ordination, both the bishop and the clergy, and the ordinands, the, the young men who are, and older men, who are coming up through the ranks of the hierarchy. And they would be pausing at each point of the liturgy here to confer these orders. So after the epistle is read from 2 Thessalonians, we see the ordination of the deacon on Ember Saturday. And then, interestingly enough, you might think that the priest was ordained after the gospel, but he was actually ordained after this right here, the first versicle. See the V? The first verse. You can see my note here. It says priesthood. Priesthood is conferred here. So if you think Ember Saturdays are long at your local traditional Latin Mass, imagine if there was an ordination of each, beginning with the conferral of Tonger, and then ordination through all seven orders. This would take hours and hours. In fact, in the traditional Roman Rite, this same kind of thing happened, guess when? On Holy Saturday. Between the lessons, there's so many lessons, the, the prophecies on Holy Saturday. And then it moves into the Gospel from Luke. I'm looking at the winter ember here. And then it proceeds as you might expect. You have the offertory, the secret, the communion verse, the post-communion, etc. All right, so that's just a quick tutorial on Ember Saturday. 
And every time you go to a mass on Ember Saturday, it's long. You're going to have those seven lessons. And now you know why it's so long. It's because the church in her wisdom ordained priests, deacons, subdeacons, acolytes, all the way down to Tonger in a season of fasting. Where does this come from? It comes from the book of Acts, where it says that they fasted and then they laid hands on the new clergy. I think in our modernist, Novus Ordo, Resource Mont, even though it's a fake Resource Mont, Nouvelle Theologie, ordinations are placed onto festivals, feasting. But in the book of Acts and in the Roman Rite, ordination is placed in the context of not feasting, but fasting. In the Ember Days, which are fasting seasons, are preparations for these very important ordinations. And maybe we as Catholics need to get back to understanding holy orders and the subdiaconate and this diaconate and the priesthood and the episcopate as something that is situated within penance, within fasting. All right, but let us pray for our beloved clergy, our bishops priests, deacons, subdeacons, acolytes, all the way on down to Porter. We'll pray a Hail Mary for them. Oremus nomini patris et fidei et spiritus sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or per nobis peccatoribus, nunc editor mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini patris et fidei et spiritus sancti. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. I didn't ask you yet, but I'll ask you now. Please like the video and share it on Facebook. And if you're new, make sure that you subscribe by hitting that subscribe and the bell button in the bottom right corner or below the video. I will really do appreciate it. Lots of good content coming out. And uh, like I said yesterday, you got this rhyme here. Lenti, Penti, Cruci, Lucy. That's how you remember the Ember Days. The week after Lent begins, Lenti, the week after Pentecost, Penti, the week after the Holy Cross, September 14th, Cruci, and the week after St. Lucy, which is this week, and it rhymes, Lenti, Penti, Cruci, Lucy. You'll never forget it. Now you know. If you like this lesson and you want to learn more about the Roman Rite, kind of me going through the actual Missal and going through the Latin and explaining why things are in the traditional Latin Mass, good news. I have a whole online course at the New St. Thomas Institute. That's at NewStThomas.com. And I walk you through the entire Latin Mass. I, talk, I walk you through the ecclesiastical year. I teach you the Latin prayers. I teach you all the major responses in Latin and what they mean and how to pronounce them. Um, if you're in the traditional Latin Mass, it's basically just a 101, 202, 303 course on the traditional Latin Mass and the Roman Rite. So if you're into that and you want to learn and go deeper, go sign up. Winter enrollment is ending soon. So go to NewStThomas.com and you can begin taking those courses and learning more stuff like we just did right now. All right, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. And remember, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We need more priests. We need more clergy. Fast today, Friday and Saturday, that Christ gives us more harvesters, more laborers.
All right. God bless. Godspeed. And happy Advent.